0: this is bang your bookies wife the sports gambling podcast with all the enthusiasm for college football of mac brown clapping after his team gave up 40 points in a quarter and they still won Uh, best sport in the world we are softer than lsu blocking an extra point i read that one because i wrote it down too and uh, we're talking about dem Knowles (laughs) and we're talking about dem rubbers with my guy Rain Man, uh, we got our big rubber. Rainman, why do you call it the big rubber?
1: Cause this is the one you want to gawk at. But with the rubbers, we rarely go chalk. Oh, and you better believe we never balk. That's right, we're going to the Cyhawk game, and we're taking the clones, baby, plus three and a half.
0: Balk, chalk, ca- caulk. Cock. No, that's a little, a little gawk. stretch. Uh, it's still better than the work you did here. Uh, that man, what a horrible game that will be, but we'll discuss it more than we should later. Uh, Capper, other end of the podcast. Uh, the Stalwart, the True Degenerate, coming off a dominant Oregon State Big Rubber win. Who do you got in a Big Rubber this week?
2: Theme of the weekend for me, if the team you're playing this weekend smacked you the fuck up last year, I'm riding with you to Valhalla. It is BYU minus three and a half versus Baylor.
0: Love it, incredible.
2: Two, Ooh, I love that. Uh,
0: two two cult schools going right at it. Mitt Romney or David Koresh MMA fight. Who do you got? <laughs> David Koresh. Yeah. If yeah.
1: they can
0: if they can scratch, I got only Mitt. if only if Reagan's just playing him though. Otherwise, I got Mitt. Mitt seems like the type. If you put him in a ring and he's cornered, he'll bite your fucking eyeballs out. I'd like to see him
3: lose his cool. <laughs> Listen, man, it's the real Coach JB here. Man, I hear you've been hanging out with the wrong fucking crowd like a slapdick you are, man. Everybody thought you were fucking
0: smart and all that shit because you watch CNN and MSNBC and fucking Fox News and all that. Sounds like you're a fucking dreamer. You're getting dumber. Get your
3: fucking ass figured out. Go watch the real show. We will ban your bookies, wife. Step your game up. Stop being a slapdick. Make today a great day.
0: This is bang your bookies wife. You can follow us on Instagram and now TikTok at bang your bookies wife. We have the winner of the walk on Uh, J Chad. He's man in the socials and we're fired up about he's going to be checking in a little later in the podcast. Uh, In the meantime, uh, uh, we found out it helps if you rate and review the podcast. I know you've never heard it before. We're breaking news. It helps if you rate and review the podcast to help push the envelope a little bit. We're starting a promotion. It's called the Review Haiku Promotion. If you leave us a review and right before you post, you take a screenshot of it, you email us at bybwpodcast at gmail.com. You send us that review. Once we see the review up, we'll, we'll just we'll send you five bucks. Uh, We'll just PayPal it right to you. The only the review must be in a form of a five-seven-five haiku. Uh, You're not getting off for free. If you cheat on any of the syllables, uh, it's canceled. We'll send it right to our legal team. We're not giving you shit. But if you put in the effort, give us that five-star review. Uh, We'll 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 do we'll do. Syllables determined by Capper. Think about it like this way: If you tell one friend about this podcast, and that friend tells ten other friends, and that friend tells ten other friends, we might be able to make some kind of money off of this uh that's the only you can, way you can it's, parlay
2: it with our two big rubbers and make a million dollars this weekend
0: uh i've just been eating lunch meat out of my fridge for three weeks now we got to make money off this podcast guys i have too many nitrates going through the blood i'm like tony soprano over here uh we had a great week of college we had a. Uh, What a week one it was. We honestly had so many fucking great games. I wanted to just, uh, before we get into our picks for this week, uh, go through some of the action because it was certainly informative. I think you could argue the game we learned the most from was uh, Georgia against Oregon, which was at no point close. At no point did it resemble a close matchup.
1: Yeah, I think we learned a lot more about Georgia than we did at Oregon. Georgia's offense has not taken a step back at all, even though they lost George Pickens. Uh, that Those tight ends are absolute beasts. That defense is as good as advertised and as good as it was last year. Georgia, I think, is the number one team in the country, and they should have been ranked number one in this week's poll.
2: Yeah, Fair I enough. mean, just a dominant performance. Um, they're, them and Bama are on a collision course again, and it's um, – You just got to strap in and prepare for it at this point.
0: I think uh, it seems that seems pretty fair. I think a similar, a much closer uh, Pac-12 SEC matchup was Utah, Florida. Another great, great game. One that uh, it was a pick, I believe, for Rain Man. Uh, You were on the Florida pick. That was your big rubber.
1: Yeah, Florida was my big rubber. We hit that. Boy, that's what we do. We hit our rubbers. Boy, did you
0: hit that by the skinny Anthony of your Richardson, teeth,
1: I called him. <laughs> I I pull I pulled him in as he could go out and win the game by itse- himself. And essentially, that's what he did. Uh, that two point conversion where he did the pump fake with the sort of jump shot backwards, where he kept the ball and tucked it on the rollout to the guy wide over in the back corner of the end zone for the two point. I I died inside. It was amazing. It was the best game of the week. I think Florida's for real. I think Utah's going to be very good as well. They're my favorite still to win the pack. But, uh, man, Gainesville was rocking.
0: Anthony Richardson might very well be just the character that a kid created in a college football video game come to life. Because he's literally from Gainesville. And he's just like the type of player you would make in a video game. Uh, who's just faster than anybody, untackleable, can throw the ball a million. He is, uh, he's the one to keep Legit. an eye on for awards. He season. showed
2: off, um, showed off that SEC speed for sure. I think all of Florida. I mean, it was just a, a little bit of a speed mismatch there. Um, was very happy for Rain Man obviously to hit his rubber, only win of the weekend. But um, <laughs> hated, hated to see Cam Rising go down, beats. go down like that um, because. That guy is special too like and i I think rain man's spot on like this is a team that still has uh a strong chance to win the pac twelve um because they they do have some really quality pieces they played great defense um for most yeah, of cam Rising looked good.
1: I'm not sure I'm downgrading Utah very much. They were never my number seven or six whatever Utah was ranked last yeah, team in the country I, I was right. having sort of like ten to eighteen i I think they're still there I think that's right
0: uh. Florida State, LSU, one of the crazier finishes of the weekend. Florida State, uh, the babbler gave us, he has another pick for us as the reigning king of the hill. Uh, That was, uh, couldn't happen to a nicer person, Brian Kelly choking away that game. Did you hear how he, he had a quote, and I don't know what the exact words were, but he just like completely threw the guy who muffed the punt under the bus. Uh, just saying like we thought yeah, we sucks when we evaluated him we thought he was more talented than uh, I guess he actually was just like shit like that uh, something you'd never expect from a guy who uh, killed uh, someone on his former campus by forcing him to film when he was uncomfortable enough and, <laughs> he just, uh, and continue very, to practice that press conference when he yelled at the female reporter after very compassionate guy uh, people don't forget Dude, that's like, but it is like what I was hoping. I'll show up on time when you win a game, Brian. No, that was the thing I was like. It might hoping. be a while. It was the thing I was hoping for because I would love if this failed horribly for him. I, I'm not rooting for him. I would hope. I would like for him to fail because I do think if LSU has a bad season, they're gonna fucking turn on that guy quickly. He is not the type of personality. It's like Edo, but say what you will about their past coaches. They had a ton of charm and they understood the culture that they are in. Brian Kelly, the family thing sticking around is bad. It's like people laugh about it, but I think like it's America has so few, such like few legitimate cultures (laughs) and lsu represents a legitimate culture and brian kelly is so far on the outside of it that i just think it's a fucking disaster and i hope it keeps spiraling
1: they had they had billy napier in state that could be a narrative pretty soon i think it he i would
2: think have it taken the is. lsu job i think it's already a narrative how do you let that guy leave the state
3: it
0: was a no-brainer it
3: was just it like was
2: fucking locked in for him
0: Let's just take like an obvious oh what if we just got like a regular uh, whatever? I
2: don't know it, it kind of it, <laughs> it kind of all showed itself as soon as you found out only one coach went with Kelly to LSU from Notre Dame like that tells you all you need to know about where this is headed
1: I'd rather be I'd rather play with Freeman. <laughs> yeah I'd rather coach for him yeah talk about talk about a good first game coaching not bad freeman had a great game at, at the torch even
0: if the quarterback uh even the quarterback for lsu Jaden daniels uh he played fine enough but all of their best plays he was like making it up basically it seemed like they just were disorganized yeah. uh he was like it was basically him scrambling and running for his life speaking of making it up uh let's talk about this unc app state game where both teams went over the total of 50, the worst total i think i've seen on a board ever maybe it's <laughs> it was the total in this game was i think 56 and a half points uh i and both teams individually surpassed that uh in terms of score they're over 120 points scored in this regulation contest uh and Capper, this is one of your picks so i know you're watching it
2: yeah I, I watched almost the whole game um it, it's it's hard when you uh, have half a point or you know, a money line spread and the team you bet on scores 40 points in the fourth quarter and you don't cover, don't win. Um, <laughs> the- that'll be a first and probably a last for me.
0: Best part of the game um, by far. UNC guy taking the onside kick and returning it for a touchdown to give them an eight Incredible. point. It was <laughs> just.
2: And the, and the app state guy they trying up
0: the app state special teams. That was one hell of a gif.
2: the app state guy trying like hell to push him out of bounds at the one yard line, instead of just letting him waltz into the end zone. Yeah. UNC, um, to, the to, UNC to recap
0: the moment. It was the last minute of the game. Uh, UNC has a one point lead. App State scored and was trying, missed the two point conversion. They were trying to onside kick to get the ball back. UNC guy, a wide open two point conversion, by the way. The UNC guy takes the onside kick and he returns it for a touchdown to make it an eight point game. Which App State, like quickly in two plays, scored again to nearly tie it up. It was one of the sneak in a game full of dumb shit. It was sneakily the dumbest shit that did not get enough attention. <laughs>
2: Uh, it was it was awesome because as soon as they got the the um, personal misconduct penalty uh, for 15 yards, they pushed the kickoff back. You knew what was what was going to oh, happen, and it was, was going to come down to one play. But like Drake May was incredible. Um, that guy, he's good. I he's really good. Did not expect that at all. Um, I kind of expected that North Carolina defense to just or offense line to just be horrible and they were but like that guy made plays with his feet with his arm um, the entire game I mean pretty much kept putting the game out of reach putting the game out of reach and the defense just so soft they have no they get no push uh, on the line they get no pressure on the quarterback Uh, the secondary can't can't play um, with their receivers for more than half a second so it's like Chase Bryce just cut him up too so um, I don't know UNC is they're they're capable with that guy of of scoring more points than other teams, but that defense is tough to see.
1: Hundred and fifty rushing yards from the Rice Owls.
0: And uh, <laughs> Yeah, another Rain Man. About. Beauty of a pick. Uh also Notre Dame lost. Great shit. Uh let's uh you know what? Let, I'm it. done. I'm done reflecting on the past. It's time to look at padding our future. Let's get ready for the weekly.
1: I don't know. This is very confusing to me. I hope I picked the right ones. Is, Winners!
4: Winners! 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 I is. feel ten feet tall right now. The weekly. As strong as an ox.
0: This is the weekly. These are the picks that matter. The picks that count. The picks that make you money. We have uh, two pickers regularly hit more than sixty percent on the year in college football. They are just getting warmed up. Uh, the main picks that they're the most consistent on their locks their, are their rubbers. Uh, both our pickers hit their locks last week. Rayman, this week, uh, when you sent me your rubber, first thing I said is it sounds somewhat like a trap, and you acknowledged that. But you got an Iowa State plus three and a half at Iowa, who notably had two safeties and a field goal as their only points in a putrid performance last week. Joe, 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 I agree it sounded like a trap. I
1: trap-proofed this game. The plus three and a half is a gift when you're talking about Iowa's offense. And the reason why you know it's trap-proofed is because who's the offensive coordinator at Iowa? Uh,
0: One of the Forenses.
1: Yes, it's Kirk Friend's son, Brian Frentz. He still hasn't been fired. Iowa didn't have an offense last year. They didn't have an offense last week when they scored seven points, Four of them off safeties. That's more defensive points than offensive points. It's an absolute embarrassment. He's an absolute. He's just he's terrible. Spencer Petras went 11 for 25 and 109 yards, zero touchdowns, and one in against South Dakota State. That's the second best school in the Dakotas. Lashawn Williams, the starting running back, averaged three yards a carry on 24 carries against South Dakota State, the second best state or the second-best uh, football team, the Dakotas. Iowa starting receiver, Nico Rangini and Keegan Johnson, still aren't going to play. So that offense is going to be terrible again, and you're getting more than a field goal. Iowa 41 and SP plus with that amazing defense, Iowa State 42. There is no reason to think that Iowa State can't win the game, let alone cover.
0: I mean, fair enough. It's just like Iowa looks so bad, and it seems like they usually just win this game. I don't know. It's just yeah. I mean, they this might win. Is, this line is this field goal hook. This line That's is always juicy. three and a half.
2: Every single year, it's three and a half. No matter what happens, it's two and a half to three and a half. <laughs> um, Iowa State actually didn't look bad
1: last week. Hunter Decker's I think was a pretty good debut to replace Brock Purdy, a favorite or love to hate him quarterback on this podcast. Threw for three hundred yards, four touchdowns, one int. Not terrible. I think
0: Iowa State was ready to move on from Brock Purdy last year. They had the game against Clemson, and just seemed, he was just the example of a college guy who really plateaued. Um, and I'm yeah, the offense kind of went stale I'm and stagnant. I'm curious stagnated. what they have next. Uh,
2: I um, th- this one, I-, I think it makes sense. I mean, when you look at an Iowa team that scored more points defensively than they did offensively last weekend, um, it- it's just a horrible, horrible unit um, for half their team. Like there's just nothing there offensively. Um, that defense could potentially be elite though. Um, but you know what, like it's a, it's a rivalry game. I think you throw, throw some of that stuff out and Iowa States, they were down a little bit last year, but they played, they played pretty well the last few years. So, um, this one's always pretty interesting at the end.
0: I think, uh, let's we can go on to uh next pick uh capper this was a this was this is a i regret to inform you a game i also like your two and two last week you one one on your rubber in the in the cult war between byu and baylor you're on byu given the three and a half points against a top 10 baylor team
2: um yeah so the line absolutely stinks when you look at um, some of the metrics, uh, Baylor is way ahead of BYU here, um, but Bay- BYU is one of the more experienced rosters on uh, in, in college football right now, not just because all their players are 24 to 26 years old, um, but because they have eight starters returning on both sides of the football here. Um, I, they were super impressive last weekend against USF. Uh, They have a dynamic playmaker in Jaron Hall, his fifth year uh, at quarterback for for BYU. Chris Brooks is an absolute banger, the transfer from Cal. Uh, I think the defense will be way more up for the task here. They kind of got a little bit steamrolled last year by Baylor. Uh, Jeremy Bohannon, uh, he's obviously out. They took care of him last weekend, so um, I think they... They have a good chance of slowing down the Baylor offense, which I still don't think is elite. Um, I think they've played up in spots. Not sold on the quarterback yet, and I really like some of the defensive pieces here for BYU. Um, 25-year-old married man, Gabe Summers, monster on the line. Um, he likes, Old man strength. This was my favorite thing about at looking at some of this stuff from the game. I went on his bio. He enjoys playing Yu-Gi-Oh!, Age of Empires, and Super Smash Bros., um, and I think he is going to slow down that Baylor rushing attack, which like they have to rely on to move the football um, enough to give BYU a touchdown, comfortable touchdown win here at home.
1: Yeah, Kalani Satake is really building a program there that can kind of reload and develop players. It's been very impressive. I think they're going to be a force in the Big 12 when they finally join.
2: It, it is a Conference big, game, 12, question mark? big 12 preview. Yeah, we've got a couple of those actually coming up.
0: An adult who's into Yu-Gi-Oh, definitely someone who feels pain. Uh, you're gonna want that in the <laughs> trenches against a tough team like Baylor. Uh, yeah, their quarterbacks also. Nothing, nothing more years difficult
2: old. than than being married at uh, age 20. So I think uh, I think Gabe's gonna be okay.
0: Yeah, BYU's uh, quarterback is also like a uh, 20 24 Just a grown year old. man. He's a 24 year old sophomore, which uh, should only happen in a Van Wilder movie uh which it should be noted <laughs> how was there never a van wilder movie about him uh turning people at a byu like university i feel like that's a layup for for ryan reynolds they, they didn't do uh they did rise of taj but not that are you fucking kidding me uh, i just I um, <laughs> what a missed opportunity i pulled
2: up this picture of gabe gabe summers i think he should be doing my taxes next this year like that <laughs> that's what i'm looking at right here with this grown man
0: you'll love to see it clean uh, cut I want to go to this. Uh, I want to go to this next game because I am, for you know, no reason in particular, very excited to talk about. It. It's Rain Man's next pick, the game of the week in many ways, and it's a big, big old spread. Texas plus twenty at home against Bama. You're riding the with the fuck? horns. Kind Rain of surprised Man. Capper
1: didn't have this. What the fuck? I'm kind of surprised you didn't have
0: this.
2: You threw me. You threw uh, well, me the the okey doke all week on this one. You talk shit all week. Well,
1: yeah, I did. But then I, but the, 92% of bettors 92% are on Alabama on a road team. on the road. But 92% line, line on a road moved. team. Texas should be ranked. Line moved with they them. They should be between 20 and 25. If they had that squiggly numbers behind their name, you probably don't see this jump up to 20. Uh, I think it opened they at, what, 17 that. and a half, 17, something like
2: that. Texas doesn't need any squiggly I wouldn't lines. I would bet it now.
1: This is getting up to 21. Just throwing that up there. It's going to get up to 21. But... I got to play it at the 20. Uh, so I think Alabama was extremely good against Utah State. Texas, they actually did pretty well against ULM going 52-10. to 10. No one's really talking about that. I'm not sure why. It's probably because of the first drive. Quinn and Ewers looked really bad, but he settled in. Texas offense looked like it was clicking. Their defense looked okay, too. I think that they're going to be not in this game in the second quarter, but 20 points is too many points. I think Texas can keep it close. I think they can get their moral victory. And after Saturday, you heard it from Rain Man first. The Texas Alabama series record will still be UT7, Alabama 2, and one draw. So hook
2: them. <laughs> yeah, one of those was the natty, though, which is tough. <laughs> uh, I have. Would have won that one, too, though. Would have won that one, too, for the record.
0: I have some notes. Just an insane public. So allow on me. The I'll, I'll, so you're
2: gonna see a theme to the rest of these. Well, picks.
0: I will say, like beyond the beyond the actual yes, from a fundamentals perspective, it's a ton of points. It's so since 1975, Texas has had some lean years, but they've never been a bigger than two touchdown underdog at home in Austin. Uh, this is since 1975, and interestingly, you look at this is a true road game for Bama, which is notable because. Bama doesn't play out of conference true road games. They don't usually do that. They don't usually play them at noon either, but we look at Bama's four true road games from last year at Florida. They won 31, 29 at AM, 1st loss, 41, 38 Mississippi state. Holy shit. Did they beat the shit out of Mississippi state? It was 49 nine, but, and then their last one at Auburn, 24, 22. So interesting data points. Uh, and then you look at uh, Trends, Texas. Some might Texas, say. I do think Texas has certain advantages that are also somewhat being overlooked. Uh, of course, like the noon start on the road lends to a sluggish start. I think that's interesting and an interesting challenge for a road team in this spot. Uh, playing a big game at noon is just unusual. Um, Texas has. Sark, Kyle Flood, Jeff, Monkey Stripper, Banks from Bama's undefeated Natty team from 2020. They're very familiar with the Bama program. As Saban would say, he knows them well too. Well taken.
1: Saban's lost two of his last three to his coaching trade. And
0: the other part about Texas that I do think I get why people are why 90 is on Bama because Texas people want Texas to lose. Very simply, I think like. They want them to lose, and they think it's very plausible, plausible they will. You look at how Bama has played against Oklahoma in past playoff games and just fucking steamrolled them, even when they had Kyler and Baker. Um, but what interests me here is Texas is uniquely talented at certain positions in this matchup. Quinn Ewers, five-star quarterback. Bijan Robinson, five-star running back projected top 10 NFL pick. Xavier Worthy, five-star All-American receiver. Jordan Lanting, five-star most reliable receiver. I shouldn't have given Joe the opportunity here. What are we doing? Last year, against OU, coincided with Texas slide. Jatavian Sanders, five-star tight end, poised for a breakout 90 yards last this is your
1: chance to cut
2: him off. You need to stop.
0: I'm just saying. I think I I'm I think there are a lot of points that are worth <laughs> noting, and I think you Texas at the very those least those guys
2: is... are game changers against Alabama's defense.
0: Yeah, I think I don't think they're game changers, but I think objectively they're of a similar athletic talent. They're five star players. They were Texas had a top twenty offense last season, even though they were bad. They scored thirty five points. I think Alabama. I will think the score. offense skill
2: talent up there.
0: Yeah, I don't think it's a ridiculous thing to point sure. out here. Everyone else, not so much. Here's but here's the, the crazy skill talent. Yeah,
2: I'll give you a crazy one. Like th- if this line opens up at uh, twelve and a half, thirteen, I'm taking Texas all day long. The fact that it opens up at seven and, seventeen and a half and gets to twenty and a half, it's done. It's yeah. over. It doesn't matter. It just doesn't matter. That's way too many points to to make to give Texas. Like because you would think. Everyone will bet on Texas nobody's betting on Texas no one's betting on I mean, Texas bet no one. yeah even with the line that's three touchdowns
0: so when you put it like that yeah everything I said seems kind of stupid uh... <laughs> I,
2: I don't know it's just like that that is crazy to me because like I I don't think I expected this line to get up to 20 and a half as quick as it did
1: I mean you think about the liability Vegas has they have a lot more Alabama national f- futures alabama to win it all alabama to make the playoff than they do for texas sure uh and uh, they're taking a liability here i don't know I'd, there will probably I'd, be some
2: texas i bet a lot of parlayers. people bet on texas to win the natty too <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah. just like every year <laughs> who would ever do yeah you're who right would ever do something <laughs> that's stupid no one would ever not me such, i'm just I'm just a season
2: win total guy <laughs>
0: Certainly not, I. Uh, okay, I feel like we didn't talk. We didn't, we didn't talk that much about this game, but I guess we'll move on to Cap your next pick. Uh, you like uh, Cougar High, University of Houston plus three at. Good pick. Good uh, pick. I guess I'll call this Lubbock Middle School, Texas Tech. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Jesus, uh,
2: a, another future Big Twelve. Yearly matchup. UH, UH lost 38-21 last year to Tech, um, but this year I think they had came in with expectations that they're one of the better uh, group of five teams in the country. Uh, played a little bit down last week. That was a back-and-forth game with UTSA, but like they showed a lot, I think, to get back in that game uh, after being down early. Uh, won in triple overtime. Super experienced quarterback with Clayton Toon. Uh, I threw four picks last season in this game. I think he is going to be way better here. Um, He finished the season really strong last year, played really well last weekend. Uh, I actually really like the line. I think the line here is the difference maker for me. Uh, They return a couple guys uh, that are just game changers uh, on the defensive line that I think will get in the backfield a ton this weekend against Tech uh, and a backup quarterback after they lost their starter last weekend for a few weeks. Um, De'Anthony Jones, Derek Parrish finished the season last year with 12 combined sacks. I think they uh, pick up where they left off. And I, I think uh, UH wins this game outright. The line being at three, um, Texas Tech getting the majority of bets here uh, and the line not really budging at all for me kind of tells me you got to be on the on the Cougars People here. weren't Giving UTSA respect, that was a hell of a game that Houston played. And
1: they showed a lot better in the second good. half of the first half, which gave me a lot of hope for Houston because they might Absol- pick absolutely. to win the conference.
3: None
0: Absolutely. of us, none of us are on this game, and I did not pick it. But I was looking at close for my par, uh, for my parlay. Uh, Army is favored two and, by two and a half points uh, in West Point against UTSA this week. Interesting. I mean, UTSA uh, is
2: gonna. I think UTSA is gonna get after that ass. Uh,
0: Which that's you hate not, to see as a uh, as a fan of the troops. Yeah, you hate America, Capper. Jesus. No comment. I Yikes! I'll be
2: I'll be upset inside internally.
0: I'm gonna report you to the FBI for saying that. Uh, <laughs> let's uh, Rain Man. Your next pick on the board here. Uh, this game. Similar. I mean, yes. This this line definitely also jumped off the page. Uh, Stanford plus nine at home against USC. You everyone every Joe public is gonna want to take USC in this spot. Wire. It, I do the spot. Why? It's it's the
1: same read. We took the home team against number one, Alabama. We're going to take the home team against number 10, USC. I know what they did. They spanked Rice. Rice actually was doing okay in the first half, and then a lot of turnovers, sloppy plays. The second half was not pretty. I actually watched like, the game. It
0: was like 66-14. Right yeah.
1: Four, 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 three Jesus. defensive touchdowns, I think. Uh, maybe four. How did Luke McCaffrey do? Yeah, just absolutely terrible. It threw interception after interception after interception. Uh, Rice ran for 150 yards <laughs> against USC. Was As I seat. said earlier, that has to mean something. Uh, I think Stanford's going to be able to move the ball against Rice because their running defense at USC is so terrible. And EJ Smith actually looked very good last week. Granted, it was against Colgate, but Colgate has had some meaningful defenses in the FCS level over the last you know five to ten years. So the fact that EJ Smith was able to do that, I don't think he'll be able to reproduce the same success, but I think he'll be able to have success against USC and keep it close. 85 on USC on the road. It just seems like an overreaction to USC to have this team ranked number 10 when that defense didn't even look that great against Rice, except for the turnovers, but those are kind of opportunistic. You got to take the home team, getting more than a touchdown. This might get to 10, so I'd sit on it too.
0: Fair enough. They might just fucking steamroll them too. You uh, think so? Vegas is you think think, think,
1: okay, who where's the Vegas' liability on this game? Eighty five percent of the I, I look, people aren't putting Stanford in money line parlays. They're putting USC in Moneyline yeah, parlays. I was I, I was just,
2: I was close to this one, honestly. I really was. Which is crazy because not a believer at all in I just uh, I just think what uh, they're doing there. <laughs>
0: I just think of Logan Royce in this line and think of USC going full fucking beast. <laughs> <laughs> pretty good. Uh, yeah, great. <laughs> pretty good. Pretty good. Dude, that guy on cameo is like $500. Uh, so not yet, but no, I
2: noticed that today. I noticed that it's when, tough.
0: When manscape comes crawling back, We'll make them pay for the huge cameos. <laughs> but in the meantime, we're get
2: Logan, Logan Roy, on this bitch.
0: In the meantime, I just wanted to reiterate uh, those. Uh, oh man, what a disaster for your balls. Uh, let's. Uh, <laughs> uh, for let's now. Cap, uh, Cap. For now, I hear oh. they're
2: working on the the lawnmower 7.9
0: capper uh your next pick you'll be delighted to hear that i am already as soon as you like the this line one came out i came out i'm on the other side i love uh you are oh. on mizzou plus <laughs> you're seven a climbing a guy i love i love chris Kleiman. you know i'm taking Chris. you climbing. love that fucking guy why are you taking the sec team getting seven and a half points
2: because you have to uh, majority of bets on kansas state on, at home which is fine Um, But you love the line movement here. The line opened up at eight and a half. It's down to seven and a half. So you have time to catch it um, above the key number of seven. I think Mizzou is potentially going to have a decent year this year. Uh, I like K-State. Not a huge Adrian Martinez guy. Huge Deuce Vaughn guy. Like, love that guy. Um, But, like, when you have Deuce Vaughn and a running quarterback, a quarterback that's not capable of throwing the football – at all, like has proven that over 17 years of college football, like this is a Mizzou defense that should be up for the task. Um, And I think Missouri offense actually matches up pretty well with Kansas State here. Um, Brady Cook looked pretty good last weekend. Uh, I like the rushing options they have, Nathaniel Pete, Cody Schrader. uh, Those guys I think could put enough – points on the board here to keep this within a touchdown frankly i I think the line is just too much Um, i think k-state probably wins this one at home but i think it's probably like a three to seven point win not not Uh, a lot of disagreements uh, this week
0: let me do uh let me do a quick trivia question so last week uh, adrian martinez he was 11 for 15 against north dakota he completed 11 passes how many yards did he complete passes for? How many yards passing did he have? Let's do a price is <laughs> right. How many yards passing? 11 completions.
1: Against who? Not North Dakota. 50, 59. Nebraska Dakota. played
0: North Dakota. What?
2: It was South okay, Dakota.
1: South, South part of oh, me. Adrian Martinez's old team. Uh how many did he have against South Dakota? Yeah.
2: Uh 72. 11 completions.
0: Price is right. 59. 53 yards, but no interceptions. has been trash no his entire career. Do you have any it's, idea?
2: It's not good. He's it's trash. It's
0: borderline hard to throw 11 completions for 53 yards. That's literally tossing the ball, and then your receiver gets murdered. <laughs> <laughs> just a bunch of three-yard <laughs> curls where, where the defensive back is just sitting on his ass. Just, just fuck. But I thought that was funny. Uh, because... They, uh, um,
2: I don't know, like, I, like I guess that offense can work because you have a dynamic playmaker in Deuce Vaughn. Well, it can work in yeah. South Dakota. <laughs> but like, like, how, how, how can you be super successful if your quarterback can't throw the football?
0: I think Manhattan just fucking sucks, dude. It's its own like weird place, and I think <laughs> these it's guys hard are coming from in.
2: Columbia, Missouri.
0: Ah, uh, great point. Uh, yeah, it's easy. Guess, it's like the right. same thing. Uh, the little, little apple. Rain Man, uh, let's go to your last pick on the slate. You got uh, Illinois minus four and a half at home against UVA. No, I, I, I definitely don't have that.
2: I do. That's mine. No, it's, That's oh, mine, that buddy. Clear. Oh, oh. Do you I want thought it, we you had the same take pick.
1: Away take it away. I thought take we had away, the same pick. Um, Pardon me. Oh, Wait, you yeah. have
2: Illinois? A, a despicable line. I have line. a late scratch Absolutely on despicable Virginia
1: on my board. That's why I thought did I send did I send Joe the wrong notes.
2: That you have that, like, it's such a sickening line that you have to take Illinois. No,
1: you don't. Here, Illinois is still a half. public team from week one. Um, That's why the line's what it is Virginia's going to outright win this game.
2: They're not. UVA is getting the majority How of bets, bets here. We checked that.
1: Uh, well, let's count the slips. Count the slips, shall we? Go, go count them. Um, Good guys. C- Capper's getting out his abacus.
2: I can't
4: count. <laughs>
1: um, 60% can't really of count bets Capri on Virginia.
2: Sixty percent of bets on Virginia. Okay. The, the line Helen Keller is, Sports betting. Has, the line has gone from Illinois minus three and a half to Illinois minus four and a half. It's a little bit. Uh, of, it's, a, it's a soft one. The, Helen Keller could Virginia read also. Virginia has beaten also. one no. <laughs> Big Ten team on the road <laughs> ever in fun. their entire uh, history of their football program. Uh, I love. I love Brandon Armstrong. I think we all love Brandon Armstrong. Like that guy is.
1: He'll be the best player on elite. the field.
2: At the quarterback position um, but Illinois a team coming off a huge loss against this team last season has a lot of like growth factors here like their their offensive line is monstrous those guys are just eaten all all offseason they are pushing the line <laughs> they're <laughs> going insane. to pound the rock down Virginia's throat and um, and Virginia has four guys who made their first start on the offensive line last weekend. Um, that is a huge red flag for me uh, as a sports better. Like, you just don't bet on an offensive line like that. They had a cupcake game last weekend. They looked great. Brandon Armstrong looked great. He is awesome. But, like, this is going to be a little bit of a uh, like a, a jump in weight class for them this weekend against a – uh, monstrous offensive line, a team that just runs the rock right down your throat, uh, a team that will line up with some monster men on the defensive line, too, anchored by Calvin Avery, who weighs 325 pounds at the nose tackle position. Um, I just, like, I think they get a ton of pressure on Brendan Armstrong. I think uh, their running game will be absolute horseshit, and, like, you're going to have to put the game in his hands. Like, can he cover this spread? Probably. Possibly. But like I'm gonna take my chances with Illinois, with less bets on, on them, with uh the line moving in their favor at home, off a loss, like all those things are, are good things for me. Like that, Capper, that's Capper, don't
1: take set. your action to Vegas this week. Run this game through me.
2: I'll come see you. Oh. I'll come Ooh.
0: see you. That was like These uh, are some fighting uh, words. So like there's so much sexual tension on this podcast. I think right Virginia's now.
1: looked better this that. season. They were better last season, so there's no reason to take Illinois here.
0: I mean,
2: but like that's the thing is like when when Brendan Armstrong that's goes out thing. and throws when he throws five touchdowns against Illinois and just like basically makes them call him daddy. Like, like th- this is like this is easy. Just a ridiculous line. This is it. This is crazy. So like you have to take Illinois here because of those other factors where like you're talking about in the trenches play here you know like i still don't really like the illinois quarterback but i like a lot of what they're doing running the football they're uh, eating a lot of hot beef dominating the dominating the offensive line dominating on the defensive line like indiana had a last second win against them last weekend um uh, but they've looked pretty solid in their first two games and and be circles you're yeah, Billiam yeah, has yeah. proven yeah, he yeah, can yeah, build yeah. a quality okay, program. <laughs>
0: you like okay. Illinois, you idiot. Dude. Okay, Bi- dude, Billiam has proven he can build a quality program. What the fuck, yeah, dude? Like, you're you you not even say, about in the Big blue don't blue Ten. Agree with what you're saying. In Rick the, the Big in ten. ten. You already mentioned in Rick the Big Ten. Though. we're gonna stop this madness. In the Big Ten. Off, Dear God, you talked about you
2: talked about you talked about Bijan Robinson for 16 minutes. Go right onto the whiteboard, Woody,
0: and it was great. It was great. Uh, He's going to lose by 30 Vanderbilt. this weekend. Go <laughs> die in a fire. Uh, let's talk about Rain Man, your last pick. Uh, Vandy, plus 13 at home against, they got Sam Hartman back for Wake. How dare you talk about Bijan? Robinson. Say what you want about me. I love me. him. <laughs> Say what you want about me, but when you start talking about Bijan Robinson, I will fucking freak out, dude, okay?
2: You don't like Brett Bielema.
0: I no. no, I think he looks like Ursula from the Little Mermaid, and he's a great college <laughs> football coach. Uh, Rainman, please continue with your pick.
1: Yeah, so you can see the theme here between my non-SyHook picks: Texas plus twenty at home versus number one Alabama, Stanford plus nine versus number ten USC, Vanderbilt plus thirteen at home against number twenty-three Wake Forest. That is poetry. Once again, we have eighty percent of betters on Wake Forest, an overwhelming road favorite. Vanderbilt looked okay this season. Uh, a bit slow against Elon, but a hell of a game against Hawaii. Mike Wright is one of the most dynamic offensive players in college football. I don't care that he's on Vanderbilt. I don't care that they played bad defense. He looks amazing, and Vanderbilt's got a future star in the making, and Mike Wright, he's going to be a hell of a college quarterback for some years to come. Uh, part of this is the line opened at 8, moved up to 13 when they said Sam Hartman was cleared medically to play. He had a blood clot coming off that. We don't know how much he's going to play. We don't know how ready he is. This seems like a huge overreaction. And Wake's quarterback actually looked pretty good uh, last week. So I'm just going to wait. I'm going to wait. I'm going to wait. I'm going to wait. And I'm going to book this Saturday morning. I'm taking Vanderbilt plus whatever it is. But for the purpose of this pod, it has to be 13. But I'm, I'm imagining this gets to 14 or 15.
0: I'm I'm riding with you on this one. Uh, I like I like these picks. Let's uh, run through come, our slate. Come see me. Come Let's see uh, me. run through our slate <laughs> one, one last time. Call me daddy, Rain Capper. Rayman, Man, what are your weekly picks?
1: I've got Iowa State plus three and a half at Iowa in the Hawk game. Texas plus 20 versus number one, Alabama. Stanford plus nine versus number 10, USC. And Vanderbilt plus 13 versus number three, Wake Forest.
0: Capper, give us your picks.
2: Big rubber, BYU minus 3.5 versus Baylor. UH plus 3 at Texas Tech. Mizzou plus 7.5 versus K-State. And Illinois minus 4.5 versus Virginia.
0: It's getting real hot It's a 4-0. No. It's, it's, it's a 4-0. It's, no. it's, it's, it's an 8-0. And, oh, and it's about to be potentially uh, and oh. 15 or 16-0 oh, once we get to our squeeze picks. <laughs>
4: Killed his whole motherfucking
3: thing. Shit, if I do. Mm, strips. We some dogs. We
4: some dogs.
3: We no So you're telling me there's a chance. Yeah!
0: These are the squeeze picks. Uh, those picks for all the d out there that just want to squeeze out a little more action from, uh, you know, uh, less than reliable sources present company included uh we're gonna this week if you didn't get to hear our cameo from last week go to our instagram banger bookies wife we got one from robin stone from the rehearsal and uh we've had some bad cameos before uh this was like a i wouldn't say it's the worst bam bam is hard to beat but Bam Margera, of course, for longtime listeners familiar with the Bam Margera cameo fiasco, but this was a top three to five worst cameo we ever received, right, gentlemen?
2: Uh, Bam was so bad he was amazing. Robin Stone was so bad he was horrific. just bad. <laughs> so bad.
0: Uh, it, well, we'll see if we can do better this week. We'll see. I I don't know who this is. <laughs> But, Capper, you were on Cameo duty. So, for new listeners, every week uh, we'll go on Cameo and we'll get a random person who generally doesn't know anything about college football or what we're talking about but has an affordable Cameo to give us a pick. Capper, who did we ask to give us a pick this week?
2: Keyword, affordable. um, In in that just juicy price range, uh, David Atherton is the winner of the Great British Bake Off 2019. Jesus Christ. Um, impressed judges and the public with his interesting flavor combinations. That's spelled F-L-A-V-O-U-R. Uh, <laughs> healthy elements to his bakes and his cool, calm, and collected approach to cooking. His cookbook, My First Cookbook, was just published this year.
0: And you made this poor guy give us a college football pick? Okay, whatever. <laughs> let's
4: uh, Let's see what we got here. Hello. Now, let's start off. I'm a little bit confused with this request. So it says it's from Rainman and Kappa. And me, of course, it's from me too. Uh, and it's for Joe P and Rainman. Now, is Rain Man someone's surname? Are there two of you? Because uh, then it also says in the instructions that David loves GGBO. Now, I'm David, I do love GGBO, but I'm presuming maybe it's David Rainman. anyway. Let's forget all that bit. To what is I going with you, on with I this guy? Uh, but the instructions also talked about college football. Now, apart from watching Last Chance U and a computer game when I was a kid, uh, I know nothing about college football. Luckily, I was told that Alabama and Texas are playing a big game and I got to decide what Alabama is a dessert and Texas is, a dessert, is as a dessert. Now, Alabama for me is the more tasty sounding dessert. I would say it's like an ice cream pie with a cookie base and then maybe an Italian meringue swirled on top. Very velvety and lovely and delicious. Probably the winner for me. Uh, <laughs> Texas, it's very hot. Maybe some spicy ginger cookies. Probably a little bit flatter, yeah. but hard. Spicy
1: ginger cookies? Well, God damn goes. it.
4: Not bad. Anyway, good luck with the football game. And I hope my dessert um ideas have helped
0: they did not uh they didn't help at all and frankly that's that's look texas has had a down few years Good we don't help. need to be out Dare there being you. compared to spicy <laughs> ginger cookies are you kidding me i would never are you kidding in, me I in england j- they
2: call them biscuits
0: if I want to do a January sixth insurrection on this guy, so much <laughs> I don't know. I said that gonna... <laughs> <laughs> too far, so... Joe. <laughs> we gotta, Yikes. we gotta do another American Revolution. Yikes. They're getting so too nice. comfy. We need, to <laughs> put... <laughs> we're on another tea party or something. Um. All right. Well, that was so, great.
2: So, so you ask, you ask about like the lines to people that you definitely know will have no idea what you're talking about, and you at least like think, "Hey, I will, I'll just pick a side." They don't even pick. I don't understand that. Yep. But he, he just he liked the request about the desserts, so he went with the desserts. He made it his own. That's fine. You know what? <laughs> That's fine. He gets a B minus. Um, also, did, for the record, for the record. I wrote in the request, David loved you on Great British Bake Off.
0: (laughs) 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 Which, great. Uh,
2: That was actually a great... That was a good cameo for our
0: podcast for all all intents and purposes. Certainly better than what we deserved. Uh, Let's go to uh, next on the docket, on the Squeeze Picks, uh, our winner of... The walk on J Chad. He's in charge of the uh socials doing his thing, and, and once a week he's gonna pop in with a social report. Just tell us what he's up to. We don't like social media that much. He's gonna tell us what he's up to and maybe give us a pick. Uh, let's see. Uh, let's see what we got on the socials going from our, our first social report from walk on J Chad. Yo, what's up, boys? It's your boy, Jay Chad back with a social media update.
3: The Instagram is up in flames. The TikTok's burning down, and we've lost all of our followers. But our luck will change this week. As <laughs>
0: what? I will absolutely hammer home this three-leg parlay. USC minus 7.5. UH versus Texas Tech under 62.5. Ohio State Arkansas versus Arkansas State over 68.5. Book it.
1: USC minus nice. seven and a half is the guy running our socials. Oh, man. He is not
0: up to, up to date. I think the line moved. I think the line moved. That <laughs> the was, line thank, moved.
2: The line moved.
0: Uh, thank you. Uh, thank you, J-Chad, for, the, for letting us know how shitty our socials are doing. But now they're going to get better, right? <laughs> they're up but in
2: flames. Only no.
0: He, I guess honestly, J-Chad
1: is he's just trying to create a baseline
0: so you can walk over the, the low expectations. And I think that's, all that's of what us happens
2: when you have boomers running your socials.
0: I, yeah. I think all of us as bullshitters can appreciate <laughs> that approach and frankly respect it. Uh, I hope he takes us for all he's for all we're worth. Uh, I'll be betting
2: the parlay. That's for sure.
0: Oh, I'm absolutely in the parlay. I I'll ride, bet USC I ride with I I don't Chad. care. Uh, yeah, I
2: ride with him. Maybe the money line.
0: We got one more guest pick and this is the one I'm sure everyone's been waiting for. Our King of the Hill podcast where you, the listeners, get to make your picks. And if you get a correct pick, you get to stay on. Last week, we were frankly, frankly dazzled by the babbler who uh, we were shocked to hear picked FSU to uh, to win their matchup. Uh, the babbler, as such, is back once again with on another the King of the Hill pick. Uh, let me just take a quick look. Let me just take a quick, uh, clocking in, it's not quite two minutes, but he nearly gets there. Let's just, let's just get right, let's just get right in there. Roll the tape.
3: Well, 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 Capper, Rain Man, Joe Public, we meet again. You know, when Florida State fumbled on the one yard line and turned the ball over to LSU, I had no doubt they were going to go down and score that touchdown. You know, when your football team, your program has become a clown show like FSU has, you can only hide being a clown for so long. And LSU did march down the field and they did score that touchdown. But finally, finally, the God show favor. <laughs> no, FSU is not back. We are still in the wilderness. But today I bask in the sunlight of hope. I sing the tidings of joy and revel in the promise of things to come. For the first time in five long years, futility does not feel inevitable. Which brings me to what is inevitable. (laughs) The sun. The moon. The earth and the tide, <laughs> and on Saturday, the tide is gonna roll. My book has them as twenty-point favorites, and that will be my king of the hill pick. Give me all right.
1: Nevers the babler.
3: Give me the points. Forty-nine to twenty-four over Texas. Go Knowles, baby. <laughs>
0: Very very seg- subtle, but I was, I was very impressed how we brought that around. I was concerned. Boy, does he babble that he stuck the landing there. Uh, uh, Honestly, appreciate- big
2: upset because he talked about being back, and I thought that's where he was going with it.
0: No. no I, but then uh, he flipped it. The inevitability.
2: He flipped it. It was an M. Night Shyamalan twist.
0: M night Shyamalan, Uh up here. That's the next cameo. I wonder how, how much he would be on cameo. Probably still too much. Uh, what if we? What if we? What if we got to ask him for a cameo? And we're like, we want a college football pick, but give it, give it a twist. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Here, here's 35 dollars of night Shyamalan. uh <laughs> all right anyway you guys ready to make some fucking money you ready to make some real money you want to you want a fucking four-teamer that's gonna melt your goddamn faces off uh if you bet just just if you bet only ten dollars on the four-teamer i gave you last week on this very podcast you would have made zero dollars because i went two and two on my parlay but this week this week oh shit we are back and we are uh going out to those uh mountain mamas and we got kansas plus 14 at west virginia absolutely you gotta do it. Leopold, i had the jayhawks, had the jayhawks, jayhawks in the parlay last week they were 28 points sp- they were 28 point favorites against tennessee's tech boom 56 56- to 10 winners people are going to underestimate them until they (laughs) prove they're great just because they lost a few games in the past uh but this Kansas team is different last year they capped off a losing season but they only lost by six to West Virginia and I think they're going to keep getting undervalued Lance Leipold is cooking and he hears there might be an opening in Lincoln Nebraska soon so I bet he wants just a few quality dubs on the resume but he's way too good for Nebraska. I hope he never goes there. Next, we got Texas State <laughs> minus 14 at home against Florida International. Oh, boy, is this a trash game. But the line jumps off the page because it's a huge spread between two bad teams. I looked it up Florida International. They did win last week. It was a 38-37 win against Bryant at home. Uh, I think they're heading to the road, uh, San Marcus, for a beating. Uh, there's a lot of sharp money on Texas state. And for some reason I'm joining them. Um, the late game (laughs) sharp money, sharp, sharp money is not on my side here, but I love it. I love it. There's nothing better than having a parlay riding on a late game. Uh, there's nothing better. And I got Arizona plus 11 versus Mississippi state at home last week. Uh, they were, uh, they were, Underdogs against San Diego State. I believe that were even on. They might have been on the road. I'm not sure they're on the road or at home, but I think they're at home actually. But they won. They beat them outright. They beat the piss out of them. Actually, San Diego State's generally pretty good. I think Jed Fish is cooking here, and I think just like Lance Leipold, I'm gonna keep riding with him in the parlay until they <laughs> riding with Kansas. Riding with Arizona.
2: You he believe he's you he believe he's building something there. We're ri- riding with
0: the. He's building something in Tucson. The proud, uh, Hey, Rob Gronkowski, proud alum. Um, we got, uh, last game on the, on the spread. The, my favorite, I think actually, Wisconsin minus 17 and a half versus Washington state at home. It does scare me because Washington state, they can sling it, but they have a new offensive coordinator and QB from Presbyterian who threw for like 500 million yards there. Despite that last week, Wazoo beat Idaho 24, 17, um, and that was a game they were favored by twenty eight and a half points. Uh, Wisconsin, one thing they always do is they play defense. Uh, I think they're gonna probably be able to tee off on uh, Wazoo in this play in this spot, and just I just picture a fourth quarter where they're just beating the shit out of them because if if Washington State isn't able to move the ball well, that means they're defense is going to be on the field a lot and they're just going to get i think broken down by wisconsin i think the 17 and a half at home against camp at camp brandle uh i think is uh pretty looks pretty good to me in this spot so that's my four teamer i got kansas plus 14 at west virginia texas state minus 14 versus florida national arizona plus 11 versus mississippi state wisconsin minus 17 and a half versus wazoo how are we feeling what are we feeling
1: three and one Oh, I, I, I kinda I, I mean Wisconsin's a lot of points, but that defense is really good top three in the country. I I don't see a pick I disagree with on your board. Four Ooh. and O. Oh? Are
0: you gonna are you riding with? Is the Rayman we riding ride. with on the I hook? might this if
1: this might be my spot to ride. I think Tomorrow. I have to ride.
0: Uh, uh we ride. Definitely not liking Lord of the Rings <laughs> on no the Gondor thing. Uh <laughs> The, <laughs> the
1: Gondor the, thing?
0: You remember they had that yeah, big fight big and they are like, we
1: ride. You remember that? Was that a thing? Was T-Gondor. that a different movie? Oh, you mean like the two towers. I was thinking Rings of Power. Yeah. To Gondor. The Riders of Rohan. Oh,
2: Riders. We need to cut this. Right. <laughs> <laughs>